Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, all right, all right. I'm just gonna. Sorry, I'm just patting my. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whenever I do these episodes, you guys, I, I look like I just woke up. Um, because a lot of the times I just did. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yes, welcome to Hot Whoa. Sorry, I like this. I'll do my. Okay. Starting over. You guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Hot Topics. Uh, we have been doing this show for a while now, but if you are new to the game, let me tell you what this show is about. So this is the show where we like to talk that real talk. We like to talk about uh, things in and anything happening in education. We also dabble in some employment, some family stuff, um, some relationship stuff. So we like to dabble in a bunch of different topics. Uh, a lot of the times we focus on education, but whatever it is that we focus on, we want to show you those things all in the in the name of learning and in the name of education. So whatever it is that we talk to you about, this is a, a teachable moment. We're teaching you. This is this is class time, you guys. And and today is no different. I am excited about uh, this topic because, you guys, we have a repeat topic. I love it when we have these repeat topics. So we are bringing back a topic. So let me tell you what that topic is. That topic is talking with tutors, talking with tutors part five. So, you know, 
Uh, it's, it is awesome to talk shop with someone else in the tutoring industry. So we're going to be uh, talking tips and tricks and, and history and all those lessons that we learned. So it is awesome when I get to talk to uh, a fellow colleague in the tutoring industry. So we get to, uh, you know, get to geek out a little bit. And I am looking forward to that conversation. So I have a guest with me who is going to help me with this conversation. Her name is Clarissa Constantine. And I'm going to tell you about her. So let's get right into it. Who is Clarissa Constantine? Let me tell you who she is. So during college, Clarissa began what would become a decades-long career as a test prep coach. She's helped thousands of students around the world navigate the college and grad school admissions processes. Along the way, she's joked that she sometimes feels like more like a therapist than a tutor, helping kids manage the stresses of life. She's also a certified life coach and specializes in helping kids and families develop growth mindsets, self-esteem, and lifelong communication skills. Clarissa founded the Parent Tween Connection, which is her business, to create a community for the proverbial village it takes to raise kids. She helps to connect parents and other adults with tweens in their world, tweens with a W, not teens, uh, to each other and to the pros who can help them. She believes that the more supported and knowledgeable the adults feel, the better they can connect with and advocate for their tweens and the better relationships they'll have and the fewer kids will lose to suicide. All right. So, and of course, you guys, if you want to reach out to Clarissa at any point, well, maybe not any point during this podcast, but whenever you want to reach out to her at any point, you can look for her online at www.parenttweenconnection.com. And she is all over that social media, you guys. So uh, check her out online as well. All right. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her to the state. Oh, you know what? Let me just make this quick point before I bring her on. She does have a podcast, anchor.fm slash connection. So she is a podcaster and I want to shout that out as well. All right. So I'm going to bring Clarissa to the stage. Hi, Clarissa. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks so, so much for having me. It's great to be here. And like you said, chat with another professional in the education industry where we can geek out and talk about all things supporting kids, supporting families. So I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, of, of course, you know, it's, you know, it's, I feel like with us tutors, uh, we're so disconnected. We don't really uh, come together. Uh, so I want to, I want us to come together and to, uh, to, to, to be a community in a way and, and maybe hopefully inspire uh, other people that want to get into the tutoring industry. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's, you know, let's start off with a simple question. Um, what made you decide to become a tutor? Um, 
pure need to put a roof over my head. <laughs> I was a college student. I should say it actually goes back before that. I didn't recognize when I was in high school that I did have the ability to break things down, simplify concepts, um, which I ultimately discovered that I could do, but I didn't realize it at the time. My friends were regularly asking me for help in math in particular. And so I started, you know, we just have study groups or we'd get together to do homework or whatever after school. I had no idea that what I was actually doing was tutoring. And then I got to college and I was putting myself through at a not inexpensive institution. And um, I was constantly hawking the job boards and I saw a job posting from one of the big companies in the test prep world that they were hiring instructors at the time at $13 an hour. This was 24 years ago. So $13 an hour 24 years ago, ago for a 19-year-old kid was like gold. And I was like, help kids learn math? Of course. So I, I went into it. And the first training that I went through, at the time, the company did separate training. So you went through one subject or the other for SAT. And they put me in the verbal training and I was like, this is not what I wanted, but I figured out, I learned along the way that I actually had the gift of being able to coach any modality that I could stay this much ahead of my kids on. And I had no idea when I was 19 that I'd still be doing this almost two and a half decades later. So you've been in the game for a while now, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 20 years. So I'm wondering, um, have you, can you talk about the changes that you observed over time in terms of, uh, in terms of the tutoring industry, in terms of uh, the type of kids that you work with? Let's, let's, let's talk about that more. Absolutely. So the first big change that I've seen, um, certainly most recently, and the pandemic has pushed this forward, has been the test optional arena. So to clarify, I focus on test prep. I'm not an academic tutor. I know just enough Algebra 2 to be dangerous in an Algebra 2 classroom, but I know more than enough to cover what we need on SAT, ACT, for example. So when I speak to this, I'm speaking to it in the, the college admissions realm and the test prep realm. Certainly the test optional, test blind concept has definitely thrown more than a couple of uh, monkey wrenches into the works. We've got a lot of colleges. I mean, when, when schools shut down and we couldn't put kids in classrooms to take tests, college admissions was still going on. Colleges still needed to bring in incoming freshman classes, but they couldn't use a metric, whether we consider it a valid metric or not, it is a metric that has existed that they couldn't use. And so that out of necessity changed the dynamic of some aspects of admissions. And so the test optional test blind train had already left the station. And I think the pandemic in some ways accelerated it. Part of the challenge though, is that a lot of merit-based aid is still based on SAT or ACT scores as much as it's based on GPA. And so the one thing that I would say to students at this point is if you're going into the college admissions process and you're thinking, oh, I don't need test scores because colleges aren't looking at it, be careful because they may not be looking at it for admissions perspectives, but scholarships may still depend on it. And so you don't necessarily or you certainly don't want to put yourself in a situation where you just eschew the test completely 
and then find that you're ineligible for aid that is dependent upon it. So that's one big shift that has changed. Another shift that I've seen, and this is, I think, a really good shift ultimately, you know, it, at least my my experience has been that it used to be that everyone felt that their kids had to go to college. And if they didn't go to a four-year school, then there was something to be ashamed of or it wasn't the right path. And, and this may not be as much industry-wide as it is at the fact that I've moved geographies as well. And so it may be a bit of a, a social perspective or societal perspective based on the geographies where I've lived. But I'm seeing more and more students who are saying, you know, I don't know that I want to go straight to a four-year school. I don't know what I want to major in, and I don't want to spend the money on a four-year degree if I don't know that that's the direction that I want to go professionally. And so we're seeing a good number of kids now, or what feels like an increased number of kids, looking at a couple of years at a community college. One of the things you want to be careful of, though, is if you are thinking, I just had this conversation with a family the other day, if you're thinking, I may just go to community college, pick up some of my general education requirements, your gen eds, and then I'm going to transfer, recognize that those gen ed credits aren't always going to transfer. Some colleges or some universities are very particular about what they offer credit for. So if you're looking at community college as a way to say, look, I want to continue learning, I want to continue exploring, but I want to do it at community college rates, assuming those are lower than your state school options, it can be a really good approach. We're seeing a lot more kids looking at vocational schools, I think, than I've seen in the past, or at least leaving those doors open. So that's definitely, uh, I think those are probably the two biggest changes that I've seen in the last couple of couple of decades. And I mean, certainly, you know, shifting in, like it used to be that the SAT was way more popular on the coasts of the country and the ACT more popular in the central, you know, Midwest, out to the West, down to the South. Uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago, we still had that geographic divide. And as the tests have changed or adjusted over the years, my experience is that it has become more, uh, both tests have become more ubiquitous across the U.S. So most colleges at this point, any college that I know of that wants one of the tests will accept either one of the tests. So if we're a parent who is still living in the geography where you grew up and maybe you took one and you grew up with the understanding that colleges in your area preferred one, that's another shift that has happened that I've seen where it's not necessarily the case anymore. Interesting. Interesting. I, you, you brought up uh, an interesting point, um, you know, since the start of the pandemic, um, you know, while we're talking about uh, test prep that um, the SAT and the ACT, the, the college entrance exams, um, well, 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 those two may not be synonymous, sorry. But the SAT and the ACT, uh, they used to be required for colleges. Now it's optional. And and I'm even in, in my in my practice, I'm seeing a lot of students, they're deciding not to take it. But I also see some students that are they're still choosing to take it and parents that are still pushing for it because they believe that. Um, you know, your colleges are more likely to look at you because you chose to do it uh, mm -hmm. because it's optional. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. 
Absolutely. And in fact, this is coming from several of the professionals in the college admissions world who are also trusted experts at the Parent Twin Connection. They have absolutely seen that that's the case. And they follow those admissions metrics way more closely than I do. You know, I really focus on the tests and then kind of like hand the students over to the admissions professionals. And they're seeing, especially at more of the competitive schools, that we've got Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Significantly higher acceptance rates where at the schools where it is optional. And again, there's a difference between optional and blind. Blind means they're not looking at it at all. Optional means you can choose or not to, as you indicated. And so speaking to those schools, especially the ones that are more competitive, we absolutely are seeing that kids who choose to submit those scores are being accepted at higher rates. Now, if that's, we could talk all day long about the whys and the wherefores. It could be they're like you were saying, oh, well, they're doing it even though they don't have to. So that's showing some gumption. That's showing some grit. They're doing things over and above the bare minimum. It could also simply be that it's a metric that the colleges are used to looking at and it makes it easier, if you will, for them to make a decision when that metric is included versus when it is not. Those are just two possible reasons behind it. I'm sure there's any number more, but yes, we are seeing that at schools where it's optional, kids are being accepted largely at higher rates than if if they do submit their scores and if they don't. Interesting. Interesting. Well, so the parents, I hope you're paying attention to that. Um, All right. So. All right. So while we're on the subject of, of, of test prep, what 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 kinds of students do you see that or have you seen that are that seek your test prep services? So I guess for myself, the 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 kids that tend to come to me, um, well, I mean, I'm in New York, so it tends to be the SAT. Um, and it's usually like the test across the board, as opposed to like certain subjects, we don't really dabble in the uh, the subject ones, just, just the main ones. And it's a lot of test prep and it's uh, the parents, they're pushing it because it's, oh, I want my kid to get into a good school. It's all about the school. It's all about the good school, the good school, the good school. So I wonder what kinds of kids or what kinds of families that come to you that uh, that seek your services. 
Sure. So there's a couple of thoughts that come up for me <laughs> relative to this. So the first thought is probably the most common thing I've heard from families in the last 24 years has been either from the parent or the student. The student's a good student. They've got a good GPA, but their score doesn't match their GPA, quote unquote. They're uh, they're not good test takers. Um, bottom line, they don't have scores that they think are on par with what the academics indicate. And this is totally not a surprise because this test, these tests, SAT and ACT, don't actually reflect what we've learned in school. Not entirely, I should say. Is there an aspect where like, yes, you have to understand triangles and you have to understand some basic trig. And yes, you, if you're a stronger reader, you're going to score better. If you've got a better vocabulary, naturally, you're going to feel more comfortable with the test. All of those contribute to that foundational content that we need. But the fact of the matter is, I cannot tell you how many students I've had who have 4.0 or higher GPAs and are in the 900 to 1,000 range on the test or 1,100. And these are the kids who are thinking, I want to be at the 1,200, 1,300, 1,400 range, or I'm at a 23 or a 24 on the ACT and I want to be at a 30 or a 32. And the bottom line is, we're asking kids to take a test that's very different than what they're used to in school. And so a lot of what folks like you and I do ends up being shoring up some of the content, absolutely, but then also teaching them strategies about how to play the game a little bit better. And so a lot of these kids are kids who are very straight-laced, very rule-following, very, um, but I have to finish every question and I have to do all the math and they're not willing to take shortcuts or be strategic about it. They're not confident being savvy because nobody's taught them to be savvy about the test. They believe that like brute academics will suffice. And for some kids it will, and for other kids it won't. And so that's probably the, the most common characteristic is I'm a good student, but my grades don't, or my test scores don't quote unquote match what my grades are. The students though that I will find or that I have found are the most successful are the ones who are the self-motivated, the ones where their parents aren't 100% breathing down their necks. Like you were saying, you know, where it's very parent driven because they're focused on good schools. And so what I'm about to say may, um, may ruffle a couple of feathers. So if so, here we are. Oftentimes parents, my, my experience has been, and I'm not saying this is a broad statement or accusation, but my experience has been that parents use their kids' accomplishments as for bragging rights. And here's the thing, I'm not saying you shouldn't be proud of your kids, not everyone needs to go to Harvard or Yale or Stanford. Not everyone's made for that. Not everyone wants to go to Juilliard. I was a music major, but I knew from things that I had heard about schools like Juilliard. Um, and this again, isn't meant to be pejorative to any one school, but like a conservatory style. I heard along the way, I heard rumor that some of those students were very cutthroat and weren't supportive. And that wasn't the environment I wanted to live in. I knew I didn't want to go to an Ivy League school. I probably could have gotten in, but I didn't want that kind of pressure. I knew I didn't want to go to a big state school. And so when we talk about good school, the, the what I would invite families to consider is remember that college isn't just about the piece of paper that you get to hang on the wall that may or may not be the career that the student continues in anyway. The good school is the school that has the environment 
where the student is going to become a better human being. And part of that is academic, but part of it is also the social aspect. Part of it is, you know, if it's a student who doesn't want to go far away from home, it's a, a location where the student is going to be able to come home easily. If the student really wants to get away, then staying close to home isn't ideal. And so I, I just invite families to really consider their definition of good school. It's not just about what's the salary that our graduates make or what's the alumni association like, you know, how many chapters are they? How supportive are they? Yes, those are important, but those aren't the only things. So, you know, we know we have a, a youth mental health crisis. And frankly, a lot of times the pressure that we as the adults in the proverbial village put on our kids for things like good grades and good schools only adds to that mental health crisis. And I'm super passionate about doing everything I can to help mitigate that. I'm not a therapist, but you know, as you mentioned in the intro, I am a life coach. I work with a lot of kids who are just like, I wish my parents would back off. Like, I wish that I didn't have to live up to their expectations because I feel like I'm failing them and I feel like I'm disappointing them. So there's my PSA. <laughs> Stepping down off the soapbox for a half a second. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, this is hot topics, man. It's real talk. It's real but, talk. Um, yeah, but it's, that's what it is. You know, I'll, I'll, listen, I mean, it's, I'll say the same, like it's probably for my parents, you know, they, you know, every time I got a good grade or some award or, you know, it's bragging rights, you know, to their friends. So it's, you know, it's, it, it's that internal pressure sometimes that sometimes parents put on their kids and, and when, especially when you're working with kids, you, you see that, <laughs> you know, you see the, you see the pressure, you see the anxiety, you see the depression and the worry because of external pressures that are that are put on them. And with tutoring, you know, I, I like to say that it's not just the tutoring, it's the self-esteem, you know, that they're working on. So uh, so do you think there is a let's let's dive into that and then we'll go back to the test prep stuff. Uh, so do you think is do you think that there is a connection between um between emotions and um, tutoring or between mental health and tutoring or between, um, or maybe that's the wrong way to phrase it, um, between self-esteem and a student's ability to, to learn. Absolutely. And this is 100% based on the concept of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And this is something that parents can really have a big impact on. Fundamentally, fixed mindset, it says like your brain stops growing when you hit 25 and you can't learn anything new and you can't grow beyond that. Growth mindset basically says I can constantly keep learning. I can constantly keep growing. For families where a fixed mindset, I can't say it in families, where communities, where a fixed mindset is the case. And, and again, I'm going to go into some potentially feather ruffling arenas. Um, if we're talking about marginalized communities where they're the, the belief, whether we're talking race, we're talking gender, we're talking non-gender, we're talking LGBTQIA, if the belief is, but I'm stuck here, I'm, ne I'm never going to get out, guess what? You're never going to get out. And the same thing goes with your ability to learn. So for a student who is 
in a space where they're stupid. They've always been stupid. They're always going to be stupid and they're never going to learn any better. They're never going to grow. Yeah, that's self-esteem. It's 100% a self-fulfilling prophecy. So a lot of what I talk with my students about is possibility because we can't go like the brain can't shift from I'm stupid to I'm smart, if that's the case, or I'm stuck to I'm free. Like that's too big of a leap for the human brain to make. But if we can talk about possibility, even if we could just work to like nudge the door a little bit, like, is it possible that if I invited you to do 10 fewer questions on the math section and you could take that time instead of trying to tackle the entire math section and I only asked you to do, you know, 10 fewer, you had a little bit more time for those remaining questions. Is it possible that you could get a couple more correct? And just nudging that door open little by little gives them the opportunity to see small victories. And every little small victory leads up to more self-esteem. And so I absolutely believe that self-esteem, it's it's kind of a, a chicken and the egg. The self-esteem indicates opportunity for success, but then achieved success builds self-esteem. And then self-esteem opens the door for more opportunity for success. And then more success builds more self-esteem. So it's one of those, if we've got a kiddo who just by nature is very down or very glum or very um, self-defeating, helping them recognize those little wins along the way is critical. Helping them recognize the process. One of the things that I will say from the life coach side of me that 100% applies to the strategy that, that we offer in the test prep world is focus on process, not results. Because if we can practice a process, then it helps build those the, the processes in the brain of oh, hey, I can do this. You know, it's what they call in the weight loss world, the, the NSVs, the non-scale victories. If all we're doing is looking at the scale, we're never going to be happy with our progress. But if we look at the inches or we look at how the pair of jeans fit, that's a victory that isn't a number on the scale. But how do we get to either of those? By the process of paying attention to the food that we're eating, by the process of eat, drinking enough water, by the process of getting more movement into our days. And even believing that we can move more, that's where that little door of possibility comes in. Can we open it up to have a little bit more movement in our day? How can I get 15 minutes more of movement a day? Or how can I learn three words a day? You know, if we're talking like younger kiddos, like the ISEE or the SSAT, or even like grad school bound students on the GRE, vocab is a huge part of that. So can I learn three questions a day. When I try to eat the entire elephant all at once, so to speak, it's really intimidating. But if I can give myself the option of just little pieces, it builds the self-esteem, which builds more opportunity, like I was saying. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So in terms and have you heard of uh, just going back to the SAT? Have you have you i don't know if you've if you've heard this myth that um well not since the sat is out of 1600 as if you break if you achieve over the average score that you know that looks good to colleges because i that's what i tell my students is because the average is 1000 out mm -hmm. of 1600 so i usually tell my students listen you know if you can get over a thousand 
you know, you're good to go. You know, mm-hmm. you're 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 smooth sailing. And I I'm assuming it's the same for the ACT. If you break that middle score, you're good to go. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that or have you told your students that. You know, it, I really go based on what the historical data is at the individual colleges. Um, you know, it's... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And again, this comes back to what's a good a good school for students. A good school is where the student is going to be a good fit, both academically and socially. So I always say, you know, doing the research on the colleges on the front end is really important. Certainly, yeah, if you can get above that 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 fifty percent mark, that's helpful, um, advantageous. But if we're going to say, you know, if we're applying to a you know an IV, if we have kids going that route, or like next tier IVs, something like that more than a thousand isn't going to suffice. So, you know, they're probably going to have to get up to like that 1200, 1300 range, depending. But if we're looking at a solid state school, if we're looking at a solid mid-range school where the kid is going to be happier because going to Ivy League isn't what they're aiming for, then, you know, a 900, a thousand and 1100 is absolutely going to be sufficient. So what I tell them is a good score is a score that's going to get them to the school that they want to go to and to the score, the school that they're going to be happy with. And for some kids, a thousand is absolutely a hundred percent going to get them there. And at some schools and a thousand or 1100 won't even get them into consideration. So it really depends, I believe on the school that they're aiming for. The other aspect of this is um, some schools or some States rather have SAT and ACT as graduation requirements. So, you know, I happen to live in Colorado right now, and that's the case here where our kids have to take the SAT as a graduation requirement and they have to hit a certain metric. And so it, you know, it, it all depends, you know, it's like, like, again, going back to the health world or the, the weight loss world is a 10 pound weight loss going to be sufficient for everybody. Well, if 10 pounds is what's appropriate and your doctor wants you to lose 10 pounds, then that's going to be great. But if you need to lose 300 
10 is a good start, but we're probably going to have some more work to do. So it's really hard. I find it hard to put an actual value on it, like Ooh. number on it. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Can you, um, I don't know if it's a debate, but if you can settle this for me, um, I get uh, parents ask for this a lot. Um, should my kid take the the SAT or the ACT? Which one should they take? Can you well? Can you go into the? I don't know if you could go into the differences between the between the exams. Sure. So there's actually a lot of similarities, and the, let me start with the my patent answer is it depends. <laughs> I don't have a preference necessarily for one versus the other. They both have a reading section. They both have a grammar oriented section. They both have math. ACT also has a science reasoning section that really isn't about how much science you know. It's more about how well can you read the graphs or read the experiments and pull information out. Um, so that's there. And there isn't a, an, an analogous section for the science on the SAT. On the SAT, we have a non-calculator math section, which is very intimidating to a lot of students. So really the, the reason that I say that it depends is that some students feel better on one or the other. And so the way that I normally recommend that students decide is take a practice test of each. You can find them online. You can go to collegeboard.com. You can go to act.org. You can download practice tests. You can go to Barnes and Noble and pick up either of these books that I happen to have right here, like the, you know, practice ACT or official ACT information, um, practice tests. You can totally use those, um, take a practice test of each one, see which one you score better on. And the way that you determine that is looking at the percentiles that those land you in. Um, any PSAT score report or SAT score report will tell you what percentile you're in. You can also search actually even in, um, in this book, the official ACT guide, it will tell you like what percentiles the scores land you in and just compare them. So, you know, when it comes to like, which test should you take? My feeling is if you're applying to schools that will accept either one, which is most of the schools that I know of, um, take them, compare them, see which one puts you in a higher percentile, if there is one. And if there is one that you're markedly stronger on right off the bat, and you're going to put time, effort, energy, and money into some kind of prep, prep that one. Okay. I don't so know if that actually helped or not. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it safe to say it depends on the school as well? Like the schools, if you're going to a school and because I think you were talking before about schools on the coast versus the ones in the center. Mm -hmm. So is it safe to assume, you know, the SAT is good for the schools on the coasts? And if you're going to more like the Midwest, the ACT might be better. That's the way it used to be. That's certainly the way it was when I started back in the late 90s. That is not my experience anymore. At this point, any college that I know of in this country and with the college admissions professionals that I know, they concur that if a college wants one of them, they will typically accept either one of them. So that's why I advise take the one that you're starting, you know, take a practice test of each one and then prep that one. Okay. All right. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> All right. 
So, all right. So let's talk about um, let's. I gotta think of my question now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah. So how, so I just, let's get into you a little bit. So do you, do you work for yourself? Do you have a team of people? How does, how does that work? Sure. So I actually work with one of the big test prep companies. Um, I'm not speaking officially on their behalf, so I'm not going to name them at this point. Um, and there's benefits, you know, I'm, I've been with them for 24 years. Um, I know plenty of people who started there and who have gone elsewhere. And I think there's pros and cons to both sides. One of the biggest pros is they do all the marketing for you. They do all the invoicing of the clients. They do all that. You know, they take care of all the, the, the business side of things. And I have the privilege of showing up to teach. I've seen a lot of people who have stayed because they don't want to deal with any of that. And I've seen some people who are like, you know what, I can get a square device and I can charge credit cards on my own and have chosen to take that step independently. Um, I do own my own business, though. Um, the Parent Twin Connection, as you as you mentioned, I'm also um, a certified life coach. And so I work with students and families. And right now, um, in terms of the life coaching, it's me and my husband. My husband also is a life coach, uh, also works with teenagers, and he uses primarily movement as his modality. So he's also a personal trainer. And so between the two of us, we work with a fair number of kids and families, not specifically test prep, but like, you know, like we said in the intro, like the mindset, the, how do you show up to, um, how do you show up differently to help influence the folks around you? So for example, I was working with a friend of mine, actually a friend of mine from high school, um, her middle schooler had some stuff going on and she was like, Hey, can you just have some conversations with, with my kiddo? And I was like, yeah, sure. So we got into our second session and man, let me tell you, the daughter showed up, she was in a foul mood <laughs> and like foul mood. And we just, we had a conversation just about life. And we were talking a little bit about, you know, where she wants to go to school in the next couple of years. And by the end of the conversation, she was like, this was fun. And I was like, well, what was fun about it? And she was like, well, I was in such a rotten mood when I started and now I feel so much better. And I was like, well, why were you in such a rotten mood? And she said, well, I was just grumpy. And I, and part of what we had had a conversation about was that she can choose whether grumpy me or happy me shows up. And so those are the kinds of conversations that sometimes infiltrate test prep, you know, as I'm doing that, but really those are the ones that I think are the more profound because those are the lessons that are going to go with the kids forever. Like what we teach them on the test prep side of things. Yes, it's important for now. It's important to get the score that they need now, but really it's those life lessons that they carry with them that are more important. So right now in terms of the life coaching, like I said, I don't have people working for me. Um, it's my husband and me. We are building a team of professionals at Parent Tween Connection, which is a whole other style of business. So I don't, I don't know if that sufficiently answers your question, but that's what I got for you. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. So you, at this time, you you tutor for a company. You don't do. tutor by yourself independently. Mm -hmm. So do you think that's something you would ever branch out to do? With the way that Parent Tween Connection is growing, Probably not. Um, it's, you know, parent tween connection. I mean, I, I enjoy the tutoring, but like I said, I find the, the life coaching way more fulfilling in the long run. Um, and so as that grows and the life coaching grows, my test prep is it's already diminished. 
Um, I'm already working with fewer and fewer clients than I was even last year or the year before. And so it's a balance. I may hang on to test prep a little bit, but I, that's not the direction that I want to go long-term fully in my own business. Um, as parent tween connection grows and I bring more professionals into the network to support families and the, the family coaching and the, the teen coaching grows, the test prep will, will gradually lessen. So that's not the right fit long-term, you know, to build this whole like independent tutoring empire. That's not the goal at this point. Um, I reserve the right to change that. Life can change. <laughs> Who knows? But at this point, I'm not looking to build a huge, huge private clientele. Not in the test prep category, put it that way. All right. So you you have you have other goals in mind. You have other other you have your sights set on other things. Correct. Other aspirations. All right. All right. So do you tutor online, in person? What's that like? I tutor online. Um, I don't do any in person anymore. And they've asked me if I want to go back to in person. And I was like, no, with the way that my own business is growing, I frankly, I don't want to allocate the time to drive to students anymore. And you know, that was a big step. I mean, that was pre-pandemic even. I had made that decision that I just I don't want to take the time to drive. And if I have a location where somebody can come meet me, the community that I live in, we have a, a business center. I was able to have students meet me here. So that was fine when they had a student locally that, you know, that wanted to meet in person. I was like, great, I have a location here. And one of the things that's interesting and what from a business perspective that I would offer to folks who are maybe earlier on in their tutoring experiences or if they are building their own businesses, decide what the best use of your time is. You know, it's really easy early on to be like, I'm going to take every client that they can give me. I don't care if I have to drive an hour to the client. And I've been there. I've done that. I actually, early on in my career, I got, uh, I got recognized as like the road warrior because I would drive all over. I was in Connecticut. I drove to Poughkeepsie. I drove down into Westchester. I, you know, I was in Fairfield and I lived up in New Haven and I would drive anywhere. But the more, the busier I got and the more I grew in my own confidence and my own, um, my own value, if you will, I started going, why am I spending all this time driving when I could be doing things that make a bigger impact? Whether it's now things like podcasting, things like blogging, things that are going to have another impact. I firmly believe the more you put out, the more good you put out, the more good will come back. So look at it like, is this the best way that I can contribute to my students, my business, my people, my, my family, myself, my bank account, whatever you're contributing to. If you do it in a, in the, it, with a, the idea of gifting it and knowing that you're giving value, what's the best way to do it? For me, it's not driving. And I just tell folks like, hey, if you want to meet with me, it's either online or it's in my community center because I don't have the bandwidth to drive to folks anymore. Because the time that I'm driving could be time that I'm spending with people like you putting out more good in the universe, or it could be time that I'm writing a blog, or it could be time that I'm, I don't know, doing other things, taking care of myself. And so that's one thing that I would say to folks who are in the, the early stages. Yeah, you got to pay your dues. Absolutely. But if you do decide to go out on your own, think about what your boundaries are and it and how you want to grow and what is the best use of your time. And if you set boundaries like that, people will observe them. People will respect them. I used to teach seven days a week. 
man, if I, if I had an open hour and I could make a dollar, I would do it because I was coming from a perspective of like, I got to work, 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 work. Now I tutor Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. I tutor almost all day on Sundays at this point, but Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, I don't start until four o'clock in the afternoon. And you know what? People respect that. They know that I have another quote unquote job. They, they totally respect that I need downtime. And yeah, I've turned a couple of students away. I had one that I got paired with a couple of years ago who she's like, well, I don't understand why they paired you with me because we said we didn't want Saturdays. And I said, well, you also indicated other things that were priorities that I fit those requirements. And so the staffing manager believed that those were your priority. So that's why they paired us. And she's like, well, we only want to work on Saturdays. And I was like, that's fine. There are other great tutors who will support you. And I didn't have to give up like my own boundary of Saturday is my family day. It is the one day of the week that I keep for my family. My family is precious. It's important to me. So again, if you're, if you're early on, set those ideas of like what you want your world to look like and stick to them. And I promise you things will fall into place. Fabulous, fabulous. And, and thank you for saying that because that brings me to, I guess, um, this this final part now as we start to wind things down. You already, I like to ask my guests about words of wisdom. You already gave your words of wisdom. Uh, do you have any other final words that you'd like to share? Anyone that wants to, uh, you know, be an aspiring tutor or do test prep tutoring or any, any words of wisdom you'd like to share at this point? Don't be afraid to take risks. Step into it. If you have a faith in yourself and or a faith in a greater power, if, if you have that, you don't have to necessarily have that. I will say that the people that I've seen who have achieved much success often do have a, a belief in a greater power, but they've got belief in themselves as well. Um, step into it. Don't be afraid of making a mistake. There is no such thing as a mistake. It's a learning opportunity. Yes, some of them can be expensive, not going to lie. <laughs> but if you step into trying something, you're more likely to make progress. It's, you know, it's one of those, I think it comes back to, back to physics, right? A An object in motion tends to stay in motion until acted on by an equal and opposite force. Well, the same thing goes for an object that's not in motion, right? It's stationary. It takes an awful lot to move a boulder from not moving to even a minuscule amount of movement. But once you get a little bit of movement, it's easier to change directions. It's easier to bring in another boulder next to you, like another teammate. And we do that by making, by moving, by trying something, get out there, offer something, offer an option, see how it rolls. And you know what, if you have to adjust along the way, then adjust. If you have to change things down the road, change things down the road. Cause here's the thing, things are going to change anyway. You're going to change. The industry is going to change. Your business is going to change. Just start. It doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be. And if it can be, and you can get things moving, it's just a whole lot easier to adjust in the long run. So just step in, just do it. Don't be afraid to fail. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. Well, Clarissa, thank you so much for joining me today. And, and thank you for your, uh, thank you for your awesome words of wisdom. All right. So you guys, as you know, as we talked about in the beginning, uh, Clarissa 
has her her own business. Uh, it's parentsweenconnection.com. So if you want to learn more about uh, her services, the things that she has to offer, visit her website. It is there on the screen for those of you watching this on video. For those of you listening on audio, again, I'm just going to say it, www.parentsweenconnection.com. That's tween with a W, dot com. Of course, all of this will be in the description. So if you don't have a pen and paper, you can't write this down right now. Uh, Maybe your memory is shot. I don't know. Listen, whatever it is, it is in the description. All this information will be provided to you. She also has a Facebook page and a Facebook group and an Instagram, all with the all with the handle Parent Tween Connection. She also has a, a private uh, Facebook page, Clarissa Constantine Tutor, and she is also on YouTube. You guys, Parent Tween Connection. So she is definitely all over that social media. So I encourage <laughs> you to find all of her accounts and follow all of her accounts and and reach out to her on her website to learn more about her um clarissa do you want to talk about your your business a little bit sure you know it's really um the goal is to create worldwide community for parents and any of the adults as you said in the introduction who have teens and tweens in their village or in their world. Uh, We support families that have kids between the ages of 10 and 20. It literally came out of a conversation with friends of ours who were dealing with some really challenging uh, situations with their, at the time, 15-year-old. And the mom said, I just wish I had other parents to talk to. And what she really meant was, I wish I had other parents to talk to who weren't going to judge me for the things that my 15-year-old is doing right now. And it struck me that, you know, in the years of working with families in this arena that you and I uh, live in, Gabrielle, that there really isn't community for the adults of the village. You know, they think you know, there's there's plenty of support for new moms. You know, it's acceptable to talk about postpartum. It's acceptable to talk about challenges with potty training and baby raising and sleep training and all of these things. But we get to the middle school, high school years, and we just expect parents to have it all figured out. And unfortunately, a lot of the the conversations that need to be happening when the kids are older have way bigger life and death ramifications. So I saw a need. They say, if you see a need, fill it. If you see a, a, a niche that needs filling, support it. And so that's that's where we started. So we have, as you mentioned, our Facebook group. We've also got four puzzle pieces that kind of surround the the Facebook group. The first is a parent education platform called Parent Tween University. The second is a professional network of folks like you and me who work with families and who see the value in community together. And we can kind of commingle the families and the, the professionals and put them in front of each other. We are also launching a foundation here, uh, hopefully very soon, to help defray costs and and to dismantle some of the fiscal barriers that exist between families and being able to access resources like us. And then probably in the beginning of 2023, we'll be launching local communities so that folks can get together and be in community together to learn, to socialize, and to give back to their communities. So my goal 100% ultimately is world domination, (laughs) not domination, but like world presence, international presence. Everyone knows that you go to rover.com, to find a dog sitter or a dog walker and you go to Angie's list to find a home care professional. But where do families go to find professionals like us? They often go to the school guidance counselor 
or they go to their pediatrician and there is a wealth of resources available beyond just what those folks may be aware of. So the vision is to be like that Angie's List or the Rover.com for professionals who serve families and, and create community that way. So that's the nutshell version. Thanks for the opportunity. Awesome, awesome. And aim high, you guys. That's that, that's that entrepreneurial spirits. Aim high, aim big, and 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 shoot for the moon, you guys. All right. So there you have it. If you are uh, if you're someone out there looking for those for those services, for those connections, definitely reach out to Clarissa. Uh, she's all over that social media. Like I said, you can go to her website, www.parenttweenconnection.com. All of this information will be provided to you in the description, whether this is you're listening on audio or watching this on video, all of this is in the description and is also in the scrolling marquee down below uh, for, for the viewers. So it's, it's everywhere. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. It's everywhere. So all this information is there, right? It's in your face, at your ears, whatever it is, this information is there. All right, Clarissa, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's been a great conversation. And I hope that we've uh, we've brought some good information to families and to our successors, because, you know, we, we need people to keep filling the ranks after us to keep supporting kids. Yeah, absolutely. We got to keep the <clears throat> we got to keep the fire burning. We got to pass on the mantle. We got to keep it going. <laughs> um, I agree. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Great. So I will now place you backstage again. And you guys, it is it is now you and me. Let me put up my oh, did I ever make that change in my banner? Um, listen to, I don't think I did. Oh, okay. All right. That's all right. All right. So it's just you and me, you guys. All right. So let's, let's do this. So you guys, we have reached the conclusion of our episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. So wherever you are taking in my spirit, <laughs> whatever platform that is, whether that is video or audio, please check out our other episodes and don't forget to follow and subscribe. And while you are at it, please let us let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a comment in the comment section or in the comment thread. I, Gabrielle, would love to hear your thoughts. And as a reminder, this podcast is a production of a step ahead tutoring services. So um, I know you heard from two different tutors. Listen, it's it's all love. It's and um, you know it's all love. It's all about information sharing. So whichever way you choose, you know, just go for it. But I will say <laughs> uh, if you would like to learn more about a step ahead tutoring services, you can visit us online www.astepaheadtutoringservices.com. And if you mentioned that you heard about us from Hot Topics, we will give you 15% off six hours of tutoring. I'm going to say that again. If you reach out to a Step Ahead Tutoring Services and you mentioned that you heard about us from Hot Topics, we will give you 15% off six hours of tutoring. So I encourage you to take advantage of that coupon there. 
And I also encourage you to sign up for our email list and our texting list. You will receive exclusive announcements, promotions, discounts, everything that is a step ahead, tutoring services, all that free stuff, all the uh, uh, the, 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 the tidbits, <laughs> you know, sign up for that email list and our texting list. Um, you will get all that stuff. That information again is in the description and it is also at the bottom of your screen for those of you watching this on video. Okay. So normally I use, I have my, my promo, uh, video asking you guys to donate to the company, but this is our Talking with Tutors sub-series, so I will not play that message for you uh, this time because since uh, Clarissa and I are colleagues, my mentality is that we are all in this together and it is um, it is all about coming together and, and not and not, I guess not competing in a way. So uh, as we are tutoring colleagues, I usually ask you guys to, to donate to us, uh, but I will not be playing that message for you for this episode. Uh, because like I said, when it comes to other tutors, I want us to come together and, and share that information and, and, be a and be a resource for each other and be a referral resource for each other and not compete against one another because like I said, so it's all love. So I will not be playing that message for you for this episode. I won't stop you from donating, but I won't um, I'll play that message for you in this episode. You can still send a Facebook star if you want, but I will not be playing um, that message for you this episode. I will now be concluding. So um, thank you again for watching this episode. And I look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Thank you again. And now I am signing off. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. It is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.